bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we are back again this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket it's monday we're talking all things sports rico we got the eyes of the country watching bellevue Today at noon. Is it noon? Noon. Noon. Nooner. Noon o'clock. Nice nooner. You got you got the quarterback, Daniel Kalen, from Bellevue West announcing. Making his commitment. His commitment. Which I don't know if it's it's not strange. It's not strange. Kids committed all different times, but it's weird in terms of Nebraska football because yeah. he is the only other quarterback, because we all know who the other quarterback is, that Nebraska is looking at in the twenty twenty four cycle. Exactly. Now, if Daniel Kalen does not commit to Nebraska, which I don't think anybody thinks he's going to, yeah. he's fresh off a visit to Missouri, I would be if surprised. that says anything. I'd be surprised. If he doesn't commit to Nebraska, then that means Nebraska needs to go more than all in on Dylan Raiola yeah. and hope and pray that he commits to that he comes to Nebraska because if not, you're you don't have a quarterback in the 2024 class yeah. and you went from being in on the number 1 recruit in the nation and the number 1 quarterback prospect in the state of Nebraska yeah. to no quarterbacks at all in the 2024 cycle. Yeah. Now, it's not too late to get in with somebody and and you know try to convince them that Nebraska is the place for them. But you spent all of this time and money and resources going down and talking to Dylan Raiola, having him come up on official visits and yep. and running him through all of this rigmarole that is recruiting. <laughs> and if you don't get him and you lose out on your backup option because he's committing today and it's not you, <laughs> you are in a world of hurt, I mixers, just... <laughs> especially in terms of the fact that everybody's loving what Nebraska is doing on the recruiting trail, including me. They're doing a great job on the recruiting trail yep. in terms of what they did for this last recruiting cycle. And uh, so far, some of the guys that they've been targeting and that that March whatever or uh, March whatever 25th. March 25th um, date where everybody is coming in to to for an official visit in Nebraska. Um, that's fantastic. But if you miss out on the quarterback, <laughs> All I all I all I keep on thinking to myself is no matter what happens, Nebraska, let's get one right. Because I see how they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. I already know how this plays out in, in many different scenarios. So you got scenario one. He steps to the podium today, he announces he's coming to Nebraska. Dylan Rayola, <laughs> all right, I'm going to USC. Scenario two. Well, at least you got a quarterback. Yeah. And you got the best quarterback. The thing is, mm, nope. Okay, you go. Well, then you got scenario. You got scenario two, where Kalen steps to the podium, says he's going to say for somewhere instance, else, Colorado or something like yeah. that, and Dylan Rayola decides he's going to USC, Ofer, like you mentioned. Wah, wah. Or there's the 
Um, Kalen going somewhere else. Kalen goes somewhere else. Rayola, Nebraska. Rayola comes to Nebraska. Rayola doesn't play as well as Kalen. And then it's the talk of, you had a shot of getting him. Uh, kind of like, kind of like Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't want to bring that name. <laughs> but up. But it, it was like number one recruit. You could have That's a that's a that's a no miss thing. Like, well, that, you that, could you if you could somehow spin it to both of them and get two quarterbacks in this cycle, that yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. But that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I always I always get so upset with people. They always talk about Joe Burrow and like, I can't believe that we didn't get go get Joe Burrow the year he went to LSU. And it's like, I'm gonna be honest with you. At the end of Adrian Martinez's freshman year, I thought Heisman Trophy or bust. Kid was the truth. He was he was for real. He didn't win a lot. So but he was a freshman he, so and he, he got comes, hurt. So if, so if Joe Burrow comes to Nebraska that year instead of going to LSU, mm-hmm. there's a good there's a good chance he doesn't see the field the entire year because they're set with Adrian Martinez at quarterback. You can go back and look at back at it later and say, oh, well, if we would have got Joe Burrow, you know. And I, I tell everybody all the time. Joe Burrow going to LSU was the best thing that could ever, ever, ever happen for Joe Burrow. Because oh, yeah. Joe Burrow coming to Nebraska, you do not have Jamar Chase. You do not have Justin Jefferson. You don't have Randy Moss, Thaddeus Moss. You don't, you don't have those guys. Is he, is he a great talent? He is an amazing talent. He is a great, great, great quarterback. Mm-hmm. He has proved it in the NFL. But if he comes to Nebraska, his story could have played out so much, so much differently than what – it did. And it wouldn't have been maybe so much as his talent. It would have just been Nebraska would have been locked into Adrian Martinez, which mm-hmm. they should have been because after his freshman year, it was like, holy cow, we got ourselves a special talent here. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out the way we pictured it. So, so okay, hold on. I feel like this is, this is weird. Um, Adrian was 27, 2018 class, and his freshman year was 2018. Right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Then this has Joe Burrow's first year at LSU was 2018. So did they get Joe Burrow? Was Joe Burrow after Adrian's freshman year, or was it the same year that they would have both? So Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow was at Ohio State. Yes. So he transferred to LSU. His fresh, his freshman year was, or no. His, they both. They the year both, he transferred out of the U was when Adrian was going into his sophomore year at Nebraska. Was it? Because this has so Joe Burrow was at Ohio State for three years, 15, 16, 17. Then it has he transferred and was at LSU. His first year at LSU was twenty eighteen, and Nebraska. Because I'm pretty sure he left Ohio okay, State. So okay, because so, Frost said we're good. At, we're good at quarterback. Or, yeah. Okay. So just looking at this, Adrian's freshman year. This is you know. Because it was after the year that it was like, you think he's better than what we got. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever happened. Um, Adrian's freshman year, he threw for 2,617 yards, 17 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Right? Yep. Joe Burrow's first year at LSU, he threw for 2,894 yards, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions. Very comparable. Oh, yeah. Very comparable. And then Joe Burrow had his 60 touchdown, six interception year. Adrian Martinez, on top of what he was throwing for, was also yeah. a, a big threat in the running game. Unfortunately, he took a step back his sophomore year. Yeah. Um, but at the time, they were very comparable to each other, and it was like, okay, you know, this isn't the, the sting of missing out on Joe Burrow doesn't hurt as much yeah. because you know you have a guy who who can do all these things that you want him to do, and then you know that that second year for both of them, one took off and went one direction, yeah. the other one kind of went the other direction. So we all know, you know, hindsight. Oh, it, you would have loved to have yeah. Joe Burrow, but like you said. 
he doesn't have the same weapons he has at LSU. Yeah. Is and he you still don't, Joe Burrow? And you don't even know when he gets here whether he even sees the field because after his freshman year, I mean, Nebraska was Adrian Martinez. I mean, he was one of the top candidates for the Heisman Trophy going in that year. He was mentioned in all the Heisman lists. He was. The only reason he didn't make the freshman All-American team was because of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That was that was the talk. Yeah. So it's like, and this is where I, now with, you know, Kalen and Rayola, I, I feel like, you know, I'm just hoping Nebraska hits on, you know, whoever they get. Whichever and, one decides and it works to come out, to Nebraska. For once, for Nebraska, it works out great, but instead... You know, and we're not looking back five years later and saying, oh, man, we had Kalen right in our grasp, but we were just so hooked on Rayola. Mm-hmm. And that might even happen sooner than later. You know, you hope you hope that the way it plays out is like if you ask most Nebraskans, Rayola would be the choice. You mm-hmm. know, that's who they'd prefer. That's who they want. So you hope that it plays out to where they can get Rayola and he's, he's a complete success. But the way it also could play out is Kalen says he's going to Colorado or Rutgers or Missouri or wherever he you know, selects going. today. And then Rayola says, yeah, and I'm going to USC. And then it's going to be, why weren't you recruiting? World of hurt. Yeah, so it's – Because the thing is, that's that, 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 and that's a question that I've had a lot. And I asked, uh, I asked Kenny before, like, how do you – you know, when you were working with Nebraska, how do you balance – you know, recruiting two guys at the same position if you only have room for one. Like, you have one that you really want. Yeah. You have one that you really like also, yeah. but you want the other guy because you believe that he's better than one. How do you balance recruiting both of those kids and not making one feel less Left than out. the other? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, look, you kind of got to, like, tell them the same things. Like, yeah. hey, we're, we're focused on you. We're doing this. We're doing that. So it's, it's a hard balancing act that Nebraska's been having to play, but... In terms of all of the attention, at least to me, what you've seen on social media, now there's things going on behind closed doors. You know, they're yep. texting, calling, in contact with these recruits, whatever, that none of us see. Yep. But in terms of what's out there and what we've been able to see, Dylan Riola has gotten all of the focus oh, yeah. of this coaching staff. No oh, other oh, quarterback, yeah. and by no other quarterback, it's just Daniel Kalen's the only well, other you, one that we know they're in And on. you see, you see, like, with the their use of social media – you see it also that you know they're they're locked in you know to Rayola pretty pretty intense. I know that they you know did offer a scholarship to Kalen, but you haven't seen the posts of the entire coaching staff going up to Bellevue West and mm-hmm. hanging out with him. So you know what the what the direction direction is, in which I I don't argue with that because at the end of the day, uh, Rayola is you know the number one recruit in the nation. You've yeah. got you've got to so to say put your eggs in that basket. But I also know the way Nebraska fans are, and they look back on stuff and they're going to be like. Oh, why did we not? You know, and it's like, gosh, I just hope it everything plays out. Hope things come to fruition, mm-hmm. so to say, and things work out. But I also know that it doesn't always happen. If people want to go back, you know, in the future and just say, well, why didn't we focus on the local kids? We need to focus on the local kids. I'm like, well, you were focused on the number one recruit in the nation, yep. and I get it. I still don't think he's coming here, and I think you should have focused more Boo. on Daniel Kalen. But that's my two cents. And Gene and Lincoln asked, the bigger question is, do we even have a shot at getting any Bellevue West kids? They seem to be very anti-Huskers. I can uh, look, gar- at, look at Rico. I can guarantee I agree you, with they, you are, Gene. they are not anti-Huskers. They are, they are very <laughs> just, not just anti-Huskers. Just Rico. Rico, the former Bellevue West T-Bird, is anti-Husker. They are not anti-Huskers. They just want to be <laughs> recruited to the same level as some of the out-of-state kids. Yeah. And that's just been all. That's That's been the Omaha, uh, the Omaha high school mindset for quite some time. But... We can get into that at a later date. (laughs) All right. We're going to throw it to break. This is The Drive, 93.7. Take it.